Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about ExxonMobil's contrarian bet. ExxonMobil declared their 82 cent quarterly dividend last week. For 2020, their annual dividend is the same as last year. This is the first time since 1982 that they haven't raised it. Exxon has a reputation for a reliable payout. Millions of investors who own the stock are in it because of the income. But the bigger news was that Exxon didn't cut their dividend. The stock now yields 11%, which is very attractive if you don't already own it, but not so good if you bought it when the yield was much lower, because an 11% yield reflects a lot of skepticism from the market that they'll keep paying it. In fact, because their business doesn't generate enough cash to pay for their new oil and gas production, as well as the dividend, their debt levels are rising. Exxon is borrowing to cover their payout. This is not something that any company can sustain indefinitely. Exxon believes that their future is bright and that the world will be using more crude oil. This is an interesting position. The pressure on every company to embrace the energy transition towards renewables is immense. Energy companies are regarded by some as beyond redemption. Flows down the oil. By the way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would that's transition. A big it is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But that's you can't a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement. The world is going to transition to zero carbon energy as we all fight climate change. If you're not with us, you're against us. I think natural gas is in a stronger place because natural gas has done more to reduce emissions than renewables. That's because it's been replacing coal. During the first half of this year, the growth in natural gas generated electricity was bigger than renewables. Natural gas also complements renewables by being there when it's not sunny or windy. Crude oil doesn't have the same redeeming features. So what I find fascinating about Exxon is that although they talk about the energy transition like any well-behaved energy company, with their actions, they're betting against it. Exxon is planning to increase their oil and gas output by over 25% over the next five years. The biggest payoff to this strategy will occur if oil demand continues to rise while supply fails to keep up. If the developing world continues to use more energy as their living standards rise, that will increase demand. Meanwhile, committing long-term capital to oil production looks ever more risky. COVID has changed travel patterns in ways that are probably permanent. Working from home is working out. I have yet to hear anyone complain that they missed their commute. We'll eventually get back to offices, but I doubt it'll be in the same way. I commuted from New Jersey into New York City for 25 years. I didn't have any choice, but what a chunk of your life at each end of the day. And business travel will probably never be the same. The risk of a visitor infecting an organization is now going to be a new risk. I spent many years working on a trading floor. 
Now, it's true, banks found they could function pretty well with all their traders at home. But suppose half the people on a trading floor get infected, so they're too sick to work. This is a new risk for any company, not just banks. Allowing visitors in will require more thought. Salespeople will be the least likely to gain access. Zoom calls with clients are pretty effective. Although not as good as meeting in person, you can share things on your desktop. So if a conversation goes in a certain direction, I can say, hang on, let me show you this chart I was looking at earlier. And I can share my desktop with the client. This actually makes it easier to show slides or charts because you don't have to have them ready. So business travel has probably changed for good. This is making companies more cautious about investing in new production, which might mean less supply in the future, while developing countries are driving up demand. Exxon has thought about all this, and they're betting that crude oil demand will rise and supply won't keep up. The UN and anybody who is worried about climate change is telling us we need to use less. Don't be confused by what Exxon says or by those energy transition slides in their investor presentation. Exxon is betting that the world will learn to live with higher CO2 emissions. It's probably the only way they'll keep paying that dividend unless the price of oil rises by $20 a barrel or more. It doesn't look as if they'll generate enough cash to keep paying it. Pipeline stocks are growing free cash flow anyway, mostly by spending less. So their prospects are good in most scenarios. But if you really want to bet that the world will not embrace renewables the way the media and many political leaders say we must, Exxon is a way to do it. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.